Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, The Blue Wahoo Airbnb, and What Jesus Thinks of FOMO. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and filling in for the vacationing Tyler Yoakam is Drew Hansen, and filling in for the vacationing Drew Hansen is Deacon Faulkner. Hey, it's underground time. It's underground time. And Deacon Faulkner is here. Hey, Deacon. Hey, Darren. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. And Deacon is filling in for Drew. And Drew's on vacation. And he's filling in for Tyler Yoakum. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't make it and Drew can't make it next week, then we'll bring Dr. Reed in for to fill in for you, who was filling in for Drew. It's a nice batting lineup. Up. It really is. We've got, we've got a whole crew lined yeah, up. Exactly. Exactly. And it's a great day to be alive. That's oh, all I got to say. And it's... Yep. Great day to be listening to New Hope Underground, like usual. We've always got something, something good planned for you every day. That's right. This Thinking is about it. this podcast is is going somewhere. I'm not sure where it's going. We're but working it's going on it. Somewhere we're working on it. <laughs> it may go right straight to Death Valley and die. I don't know, but uh, I don't think so. It's going. It's going upwards. Upwards for sure. Whatever that means. But uh, hey, all our listeners, we've got people listening from all over the globe. So hello. And I would do all my, we would do all our accents, but we were so terrible maybe, at it last time. Maybe we do languages now, like Guten Tag. Uh, there you what, go. That's, I mean, yeah. we've got it's like Hello good date in, in German. Uh, yeah. Um, Ola in Spanish. Hola. Uh, actually, I was thinking about Greek the other day, just because we were talking about, uh, there you, go. you know, we've there got Greek go. in common, but I cannot remember how to say hello in Greek. I don't think I can either because it was ancient Greek, and I'm not sure if they even had a hello. I don't remember a hello. It's it's so much easier to translate yeah. than it is to read or talk in Greek. <laughs> it really is. That's right. Uh, so, konnichiwa, does that mean something? I think, is that, yeah, that's Japanese. Is that right? thank you or hello? What is it? <laughs> konnichiwa is hello in Japanese, yeah. Yeah, I just offended most of our audience because I'm sure there's tons of people in Japan listening. I'm, I'm but you never know. I mean, actually, you probably would know. You've got the demographic, <laughs> like you got the Google demographics, don't you? No, we've been, we've been uh, people. We've had quite a few listens in Australia, and I think prob- part of the reason for that is because of your accent that you. It didn't just do like a nose diet last <laughs> week after that. I, I, my wife was listening. It went up. To it, it went up. The my listens in Australia went up. What are What are you doing? What are is you that? trying to offend people? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what people I'd be trying to offend. I don't know what accent it is. I know if if a bad accent offends people, then we're we're going to offend people all the time. Anytime we try to use one, yeah, I, I struggle I mean, with the language. Yeah, but. and what is our accent exactly? You know what I'm saying? Are there like people like? British people doing like our accents. Yes, and the coolest part is because I know movie stars do that sometimes. Yeah, you know, like, I, th- I think the coolest part about the United States is the fact that we don't have an official language. Everybody always thinks that like English is the official language of the United States. We don't. There is no official language. So the coolest huh. part is we've like got like dialects. So you've got like a Creole in like Louisiana. Right. You've got obviously more uh, like okay, you go to Alabama or Georgia. Those are completely right. different Southern accents. Or you got your Northern accents like Minnesota. Or you've got your Southern Illinois versus your Northern Illinois. Well, it's funny because I've had some friends that lived up in Chicago, north of there, and they mm-hmm. told, they asked me why do I have a Southern drawl, and I speak I speak with a Southern drawl. And I'm like, seriously? Then I've had friends down south who told me I talk too fast. Yeah, we obviously have I'm a, from the north. We obviously have an accent, but it's so hard to put a finger on because, as you said, like Chicago, you always think of like the Bears, things like that. Right, but right. The, and then southern, <laughs> southern, southern Illinois, like Cairo. You know, I mean, you really do have almost like a southern draw. And then we're kind of stuck. I'll here. see my wife's family's from there, and she would shoot you if you, she heard you say Cairo. 
Oh, what? Cairo? It's Cairo. Cairo? Oh. Cairo. But I keep telling her, what was first? Cairo, Egypt? That's what I, that, yeah, that's Cairo. the only thing I go off okay. of. Okay. That's what I thought. But anyway, anyway, she'll, uh, she'll, she'll hunt you down, Deacon. Uh, no, Let you know what's up. I'm going to be looking in the comments. <laughs> So we've had we've had some great stories like the last few weeks and just lots of some really good discussion. Got another great story. I I I don't know if you know this little known fact, but I collect um, minor league baseball hats. I didn't know that. That's yeah. really cool. And then I have one right there. It's the Binghamton, New York Rumble Ponies. That's an awesome hat, uh, folks. This hat I'm describe it for you. It's got a bronco on it with two boxing gloves, uh, and he's holding is a that bat. It's a, a bat. bat. Oh, it's a baseball really team. Cool. You know. But uh, Tim Tebow played for it's a it's a double A for the Mets. Wow, I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know that. But anyway, uh, my son got to me that. But the thing is, I've got several hats. I've got uh, I've I've just got started really. I've only got like six or seven maybe. I've got the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Ooh. Now the reason I do this is because minor league teams have the coolest names, and they're, and they're more apropos for their region. I do, I think the only they one like that the I know professional ones. The only one that I know is because. Mr. Linval made a movie. Is it the Billingsley Mustang or which which one's the one out west in Montana? Oh, there's one called the Missoula Paddleheads, which I have the hat for. You know so many. Can you just start rattling? So I want to hear some of these. I got the Missoula Paddleheads from my uh, my my niece and nephew in law, if okay. you will. I just I did their wedding and they gave me that as a gift because they know I like minor league baseball. That's a hats. good present. Yeah, I've got uh, the Harvard Yard Goats. The Not Harvard, Harvard sorry, Hartford. Hartford, Hartford Yard, Yard Goats, yes. I also have uh, the uh, Toledo Mud Hens. Mud Hens? Mud Hens. Uh, and then the ones I'm, I'm wanting to get, uh, there's one called the Udder Tuggers, which is a picture of a cow on the front of the hat with like a cow print on the bill. Is that what Pretty Wisconsin? excited about that. Wisconsin, Wisconsin, of course. There's the Wisconsin Timbler rat, Rattlers. Uh, you also have the uh, Rocket Town, which is Huntsville, Alabama, uh, Trash Pandas. The trash pandas, the raccoon on the front of the of the uh, of the hat, the Montgomery. That's what they call, wait, wait, Mag- you can't skip over that. Wait. They call raccoons trash pandas. Yes, the oh, rocket, and great. it's and they have a rocket, rocket town because of Huntsville. It's the space area. Yeah, NASA, so you've got a picture yeah. of a. Uh, they have one hat. See, the thing about minor league hats is they have multiple hats, like lots of hats for their club, like a different design on yeah. each one. That's really cool. And what they do, some of them, like this one, has a rocket with a, a raccoon riding the rocket. Mm-hmm. Another one's out of a trash can. That kind of thing. But uh, what they do in some of these places is they actually uh, put the hats out there of whatever they're famous for at their park for their food. Oh, that's So like really the Wisconsin cool. one has a big brat. Uh, you can get a brat hat. I, th- I would have thought it would be like a cheese curd or something. Oh. <laughs> well, there's another one out in uh, California that's a taco. Oh, my goodness. Which That'd is be really incredible. Cool. And then there's another hat I was wanting to get. That's another food. I think it's like a it's like a burger. It's like a it's cartoon burger, though. It's mm. good. And he's got well, like I'm a bat think, What food would I want on my hat? I'm, I like chicken wings. I really love chicken wings. I'd love a good chicken wing on a hat. Well, the, I tell you what. There's actually a team in Montgomery, Alabama called the Montgomery Biscuits. And they have a anim, you know, little anim, uh, what do you call it, animated you know, cartoon biscuit, biscuit on their yeah. hat. It's hilarious. I love biscuits and gravy. Throw a little gravy over the top of him and that'd um, be delicious. There's so many great... Just go to MILB.com and look up all the minor league hats. I'm going They're, to They now. are this incredible. And they really are. And I'm I'm collecting little at a time. So Now we know what to get you for Christmas and birthdays. Exactly. And- You'll make me extremely happy. I've got the Jupiter, Florida Hammerheads. I bought that when I was down there visiting my brother. We actually went to a Hammerheads game. 
hardly anybody in the stands and the actual hammerhead mascot came and sat down next to us like exasperated oh, like there's nobody to talk to he's just <laughs> he sat down next to us put his feet up <laughs> it's like okay i wonder you know uh i not to bring up the subject continuously but you know Michael Jordan obviously played for a minor league team. Uh, what was the, the Birmingham team? Barons? Barons. So, yeah. did you know anything about their that team? Like, what's their the Baron? Is that the obviously Barons, like a, like I don't a musketeer know. almost? Yeah, it's kind of Baron is it refers to those like World War One World War One flying you know flying aces. Oh, okay. But, I didn't I mean, know that type like of, okay. Baron. What do you call it? Red, the Red Baron? The Red Baron. Yeah. Now it's not specifically the flying thing, but that's what you think of when I think of Baron. Okay, it's specifically seen, it's like a title. It's like a earl. That's what, yeah, that's what I think. Duke. Of, yeah. yeah, it's like a title. It's I think it's a German title. I wonder how many yeah. minor league baseball teams there are, and how. We oh, lots of them. them. Lots of them. We've got several here in Illinois, like the really? Southern Illinois Miners. I've been wanting to go to a game sometime. Uh, Evansville. We went to. I took the family. Went to Evansville Otter Games. The Otters. They were hilarious. We went to a minor league hockey game in Peoria. Oh yeah, uh, the, the Peoria steam, Chiefs the steam steamboat. Oh okay, yeah. yeah they've the they've changed boat. names yeah. a few times. That was really fun. Um, I I think the there was a little bit less playing and a little bit more fighting. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Well, they, it's funny because you watch them skating out in minor league hockey, and they're like, you can hear, you can almost hear them talking to each other, like looking at their watch. Okay, well, yeah. I guess we got to go. Let's go, and they start fighting. Drew told me that uh, you took him to an Illini game, and I didn't even know that the Illini had a hockey team. Oh, that well. Illinois hockey's awesome, and yeah. that's what he said too. Like they've got a they've got a really good hockey team. club team, club team, club yeah. team. But they play right there at the at the at the uh, ice rink there at the U of I. That's awesome. It's like nine bucks to get in. It's fun, and the crowd's hilarious. That's what's funny is watching the crowd. Oh. Crowd's more funny is more funnier to watch. More fun to watch maybe than the team. Do you think we'll have? <laughs> do you think we'll have crowds coming up? <laughs> yeah, who, who knows? They German soccer. They actually. Uh, they put in basically like uh, models that you would have like in a store for clothing. So it's basically, mannequins. Yeah, mannequins. A bunch of yeah. mannequins like in the in they were uh, you could pay twenty dollars to have your face put on one of those mannequins. I saw that. I and people are putting their cool. actual face on the mannequin yeah. and that's so they can say I was there kinda. Yeah. I mean that might be the only way that I could get over to a European soccer game there you after go. all put this your, stuff. Might as well. Might we as well all chip in to get our faces a whole new hope <laughs> underground section up in the liverpool surely it. you get a picture of it or something they send it to you or something that would be but yeah that would be awesome the reason i bring up minor league teams though deacons because a story came out this week uh, that, uh, there's a team in pensacola florida where i used to live i lived there down there when i was in the military but pensacola florida has a team called the blue wahoos what is that is that a bird i think it's a fish actually Ooh, a fish because they have a fish on their cap their caps aren't that exciting but blue wahoo i mean come on that's a great name actually now that you say that I think that that might be like a sporting fish. Yeah, I think you're right. But in the in the news, they were in the news this week. Okay. The, the baseball team, not the actual fish. The baseball team was in the news, and uh, what they did was they actually decided to take their stadium at this time during the uh, coronavirus outbreak, and decided to go ahead and Airbnb it. So you can they they have it booked. I mean, it's already sold out. I mean, people yeah people are paying fifteen hundred dollars for a weekend at their stadium, right? They can they get they get a whole experience. Do you they, bring your tent? Like, where do you sleep? Yeah, I mean, no, they stay like uh, I think in the clubhouses. Oh my! And you you can have ten people or less because that's that's all you can have, you know. But you have to pay fifteen hundred bucks for each night. I think it is, but they get a whole experience. Now, let me let me read a little bit to you of what was actually said. I think it said something along the lines of the fact that they you get a of. It's not just staying there; it's a full experience. Oh, that's really cool. I 
you know, to think about that, that's almost like every kid's dream is, you know, either going to a baseball stadium or I always thought about like Walmart whenever I was a kid and nobody's there. Um, but man, a baseball stadium. I know. It says the guests will receive full access to the field during their stays, full batting practice setup included with the package, and they're welcome to hit from home plate, plate catch in the field, uh, run the bases, enjoy a picnic even in the outfield, or find other creative uses for the field. That's really cool. I, I wonder if the food vendors are That's what I would want. I would, I would want to go to every food vendor. Wouldn't that be so cool? I always dreamed. I know this is so stupid, but as a kid, I always dreamed that I could buy my school and live in it. That's it. I that have my own a, gym. I have my intercom system. That'd be a very... A or library. run your own school. Yeah. Could, just, that'd be very interesting. No, I don't want anybody else in it. Just, just me. Just you know. a big, empty school? But it just got me thinking, what would you want to Airbnb? If you could Airbnb... You know anything? Oh, I've already got this. What is it? Um, I think Disney. Like, but more specific. <laughs> more specific. Like, I, I'm yeah, not- that's too big. Let's get a little bit more specific. Okay. Like, what little, at Disney? A little bit more specifically at Disney. I really uh, like Animal Kingdom, and I think that I would I would probably Airbnb all of Animal Kingdom. All of Animal Kingdom. And just as I said, you know, experience <laughs> the food, and then all the animals. Just being able to, you know, yeah. wake up in the morning and have different animals at your at your window and stuff like that. And I, I don't know the idea of right. riding, riding rides without anybody in line or being be bitten or eaten. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be a fear of mine. But, no. <laughs> That's a great idea. I was, I guess, I wasn't. I should have been thinking a lot bigger than I was. Like not just my home, my home, the school that was in my. That, I mean, that's that's pretty. That's nice, though. Well, I was. I guess I would think I would love to Airbnb some English castle. Ooh, yeah, or I think, Irish castle. I think it'd be so cool. I think that it would be really cool to go to an estate like that, and I, I've always wanted to go hunting somewhere like that. But I think that you know they do kind of. If you have the money, you could probably do something like that. But Animal Kingdom and Disney, at least you got stuff to do. I'm not so sure what would be much to do at the castle. Maybe I'm. Maybe, maybe take swords I'm, off the wall and have some duels. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm a teacher. But the whole school thing, like I, you know, if I go into school on a Saturday at like two, I have the school to myself. So you're awesome. If you ever want it. I've got Keith. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new. We just you got first year and last year at your yeah, at your job. They we, they open up the doors at eight a.m. and Darren's running down the hallways, <laughs> skateboard. The baseball stadium would be cool though. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. I wonder I mean, if just, people have, have the, stories about it. The run of the whole place. Oh, I'm sure they're gonna write uh, Yelp stuff or something. A review. A uh, Yelp. I would like to see those. The Yelp. You know, look reviews. it up. Look it up. Pensacola Blue Wahoos. I don't know. I don't know if they've actually started the stays yet with the Airbnb, but I, it was just in the news just just this week. So there you go. Now, listener, where would you want to, you know, if you had, if you could pick anywhere you want an Airbnb. Try to be more creative than us. Yeah, exactly. There's all sorts of creative places, I think. What, the White House? The thing? White House would be interesting just yeah. to see. Like, I mean, I, I always expect that there might be like a, obviously there are secret rooms, but to be able to like kind of go I just want to see if Abraham Lincoln is actually walking the halls. That's what I want to know. The ghost. Yeah. They say there's yeah. a lot of ghosts in the, in the White House. I don't know. There's those sorts of places. So I tell you what, listener, if you've got an idea, you know, DM us on Instagram at New Hope Underground or just, uh, I'll, I'll put something up on my Facebook, Darren Hansen on Facebook. Now, pretty soon I'm excited to announce that we'll have an underground Facebook, but it's, oh, it's coming. Awesome. It's coming probably in June, but uh, we'll be telling you more about that as things come on. But hey, we have a great show. We've got Doctor Reed back. We've got a little bit of culture comment, and uh, uh, Drew couldn't be with us today. But like I said, uh, since uh, we've, we'll just have Deacon fill in and uh, filling in for Drew, who's filling in for Tyler, and we'll just keep we we'll keep going like that. But uh, I'm not going anywhere. At least not, not now. Uh, until until uh, somebody really wants to fill in for me, man. I don't know. I don't mind. I guess. 
I don't think I don't think we can fill the shoes. We talked we've <laughs> talked about that. And there's no way we could fill the shoes. There'd be a lot of blank space. Oh God bless you. Hey, thank you so much. All right, we're gonna have a great great show. So hang in there on the underground. The wonderful world of zoology, anthropology, botany, entomology, herpetology. And now, the amazing mind of Dr. Reed. Hey, this is Dr. Reed, totally real licensed doctor. And uh, the topic of the day is entomology, uh, uh, also uh, a subcategory of zoology that specifies with... Uh, now, when you say real license, yeah. what, 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 do you have a doctor, copy of doctor that? Doctor license, yeah, I got a copy. <laughs> I'll give you one. I, I would I'd appreciate yeah. one. I didn't know I paid for a, that kind of education, but I'm... A full ride. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know about it. Well, that's, that's great. Yeah. It's amazing how much you can accomplish in a short time. Yeah, those homeschooled uh, scholarships. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, Dr. Reed? Oh, we're ta- well, I'm, I'm going to do an update on murder hornets. Yes. Now... That's been in the news. It's been a lot in the news. I've heard a lot about it. And I think the first thing that we should talk about right now is that the name murder hornets wasn't around until a few weeks ago. Really? It was just the Asian giant hornet. The Asian giant hornet. You got it. And, and the, these things are everywhere, all, all on the eastern side of the globe. We, do, we don't have them in North America until now. This is very recent. Now, where do they show up in North America? In North America, they showed up in, Can- in Canada. Uh, in the British Columbia and down to Washington. Okay. So they're, they're not really sure how it Where talks. the goats are. Yeah, exactly. It's, something's going on with Washington. I know. It's, yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Maybe the, the, the hornets and the goats are connected. So, so why are they called murder hornets? They're, called, they're called murder hornets because it sounds cool. Um, <laughs> well, it sounds catchy. I don't know about cool, yeah. but um, it, you know, it sticks. And uh, they, they uh, attack bees. They eat bees. Hundreds okay. and hundreds of eat like a pack of three hornets can take down a beehive in no time at all. Really? Absolutely. It's it's wild. There's videos online. It's now why it's is that? Stuff. But why? So they don't really murder us. N- oh, they can. They, they can. can. About fifty people die every year in Japan from the Asian giant hornet. Now is that from being stung? Being stung and killed because of poison, or being stung and they have an allergic reaction? A uh, poison actually. It, they can re-sting really? and continue to add poison in. So each individual one can deliver more than one sting. Now, I had read somewhere that that's not as fatal as we think it is, though. No, not at all. You have to be swarmed by a lot. Okay, okay. But, and there's no nests. And how, when we say giant, how big are they? Uh, two inches. We're oh. talking a two-inch queen and a one-and-a-half-inch drone. So that's a, that's a big... <laughs> that's what we're talking, huh? That's weight, yeah. <laughs> that's a hefty, hefty wasp. Yeah, absolutely. So what are the effects if you get stung by a murder... Hornet. Most people describe the sting as a cross between uh, being burned with smoldering metal okay. and also like having acid in your veins. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> That's all what, I could what find. What I want to know is who's making these comparisons and how do they know like what that feels like? You know, there's a few good channels online that will offer you that. A few, okay. a few brave people have... Taking the when you say acid in your veins, you mean like the drug, or do you mean like the, no, no, like like, like literal lo- acid? Yeah, yeah like a, like yeah. an acidic solution in your veins. My gosh, probably somewhere with the pH around. So like what you're saying basically is we don't three. really want these murder hornets. No, no, it'd be awful. No, it could I heard be, they're not really that active right now. They aren't that active right now. Right now, they're trying to figure out where they're at. We don't know how many there are and where they're at. 
Now, I read a news article that I thought you, I was kind of polishing up on this mm-hmm. segment. It just came out like today. Yeah. That apparently in Washington state, in some of these parks where the hikers are at and the goats are at, apparently, mm-hmm. what we're talking about, someone has been putting up murder hornet signs and basically disguising them as if the state put them up. But the oh, state okay, didn't. okay. And they were basically saying that beware hikers because they're nesting in the area. Yeah, oh. And, and different signs yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty extreme so, prank. Hilarious joke. Yeah, bit, pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they need to start putting up Bigfoot signs and stuff too. There's all sorts of cool signs you could put up out there. No one would know. I know, but who's who's got the time to make... Make those kinds of signs to make them look professional. You know what? Maybe maybe we should take these signs a bit more seriously. Maybe it's the guy that accidentally released them and feels bad. <laughs> well, they, they said the state came out like, these aren't our signs. And we took them down and they were like, what's going on? I guess hikers were complaining. Yeah, he, Hikers in Washington State have got a lot to complain about, about nowadays. Oh, yeah. It's scary, I guess. Got your murder hornet. You got your goats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mountain, mountain, the overpopulation of mountain goats. Rains all the time. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I, I don't. Now, if you're living in Washington right now and listening to us, we'd sure love to hear from you, right? Yeah, I mean, especially if you have any information on murder hornets in that area. Yeah, any sort of personal experience. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to have any here in Illinois. No, the the likelihood of them getting to Illinois is very slim right now. It's very isolated. Somewhere below the hunt, like thousands, I'm sure. Okay, Doctor Reed, let's let's pretend for a second that someone here does encounter a murder hornet, mm-hmm. and I get I'm guessing they're just thinking, "Wow, that's a big hornet." Yeah. What do they do in order to protect themselves? You know, I did some research. I think the best thing you can do to protect yourself is to go ahead and swat it, and then maybe uh, add it to some water as a tincture to make an elixir. That seems to be a common thing in Japan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You can add it to water or. Or like an alcohol-based tincture. So you try to kill one. I mean, if you take if you on want. the murder hornet, yeah, it, yeah, murder the murder hornet. Okay, and then you take it and you make an elixir. You could if with you its if venom, you want, you know, it's yeah. like venom. What yeah, the, you, I don't know venom, what you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The venom inside the uh, murder hornets is supposedly fairly potent and acts as a like a vasodilator. Okay. Yeah. So. So does it, it give you immunity to other murder, murder hornets if you drink it? I'm or? sure if you drink enough, do you, you turn could. into That's like Hornet Man? It's worth trying. We should give it a go. <laughs> I was reading about two I like kids. Hornet Man. Heard about two kids who purposely got bit by oh, black widows. I just I heard about those yeah. kids because they thought they'd be yeah. uh, superpowers. <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah, I felt yeah. terrible because they didn't get any superpowers. The li- the line sometimes in this generation uh, between uh, reality yeah. and fiction is very thin. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. well, I appreciate it. So there's no real danger of us becoming Hornet Man. No. Hornet no. Woman. Not yet. Um, the, it doesn't really sound like a danger to me, though. The Green Hornet. kind of cool. Yeah. So, but the murder hornets are, are there. I mean, it is real. It's very real. Um, there's several colonies. No one's sure of how many. And right now they're actually working on a program to trace and eliminate the hornets. Really? Yeah, yeah. Is that a good thing? Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, one last question. The bees. I mean, mm-hmm. They're killing tons of bees. Isn't that a bad for our environment? It's it's really hard on our bees. Our bees are struggling in North America as is, but there's hope. Even if the hornets do stick around, there's been some speciation over in Asia where the bees can collectively come together and fend off the hornets successfully. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Dr. Reed. Appreciate the, uh, you, the you, updates. You bet.
And now, Culture Comment with Drew Hansen. Hey, this is Culture Comment, where we talk about culture, and I comment on it. Well, usually it's Drew, and now it's Deacon, but kind of Darren sometimes too. We're kind of just switching it up all over the place. Yeah, it's Drew's Culture Comment, but not today. Not today. <laughs> and we've got somebody to fill in. It's Reed Hansen. I'm here. What's up? What's hey, going on? Dr. Reed's here anyway, so I asked him, hey, just jump in on Culture Comment. Yeah, might as well. I can comment. You're cultured. You're, you're, you're I like cultured. To, I like to think so. You comment. Eat a lot of yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great pun. Oh, thank it's you. A great pun. Thank you. I thought so. I eat a lot of yogurt. Yeah, that's very cultured of you. Oh, so anyway, you. anyway, Deacon, what are we talking about today? So What's the culture comment? Today on culture comment, one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot is, um, especially in teaching, and I get this a lot with kids, but I, I don't know, Darren, maybe in Reed, you can comment on this with adults. You know, whenever I ask a kid to do something, there's always this either hesitation or they'll say yes, and then they come back and they have to change their mind. So, you know, there's that there's that scripture where it says, you know, Jesus said, let your yes be your yes and your nose be your nose. Right. And I, I think that we could probably learn a little bit about that. And I, I just throw that out on the table. I don't know where you guys have seen that. And, you know, I, I think with what I'm personally struggling with with kids is one, getting them to commit. And then two, if they do commit, you know, to live up to your word and get the thing done. Well, gosh, I think that's our whole culture. Don't you? It's not just our kids. It's like everybody. I yeah. mean, people are afraid of commitment. It seems I, like a little I would bit. say so. And I, you know, you, once again, in teaching marriage nowadays, uh, the commitment of marriage, you know, I, 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 everybody hears statistics about, you know, 50% of marriages fail or, you know, young kids aren't getting married anymore, things like that. And, you know, it, it, it's something to be scared about, but it's, it's also something, can, can we fix it? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's some serious issues, that's for sure. But I mean, even in just common every day, Hey, Hey, let's get together for coffee tomorrow. Okay, sure. I'm on. And then the next day I'm not coming. Do you think it's because? Do you think it's because of selfishness? I, I think I don't know. I think it this phenomenon is largely to do with uh, technology and cell phones, for sure. Really? Absolutely. It's it's so easy to just say yes in a text, and then to say no in a text too. So you can uh, you can really change uh, things on people quickly. You don't have to look them in the eyes. So it's I think kind of, I think kind of like think, when people are pretty bold when they post on Facebook, but well, they wouldn't necessarily say that to your face. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, well, I think the strategy with technology for most people seems to be put out the most feelers and then cut it back when the time comes. Oh, that's interesting. So, so you're not, you know, maybe... Why is that? Why Why do you think that a lot of people have a problem following through with yes, be yes, and no, be no? I understand exactly what you're saying. I yeah, think that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Fear like, people have put more feelers out, and then you can always cancel later or yeah, come back. fear Options. of failure i think my personally in my own life I, I say yes to things because i feel like i might disappoint people if i say no but then you know i sometimes and just to be honest I, i'll make an excuse to you know weasel my way out of something i've said yes to um and i had a conversation with some people earlier this year about you know students would rather lie to you and say yes i'm going to do something because they don't want to disappoint you. Right. And I think that's where I, you personally, that's where I sometimes find myself slipping with saying yes. Like, Hey, you're going to come over to the barbecue tomorrow night. Well, if I say no, he's going to get upset. So I'm just going to say yes right away. But doesn't that kind of make our point though? Because it's kind of like what Reed said, they're putting out feelers. I can always cancel it later. It's that attitude that I can always cancel it later. That is not yes, be yes and no, be no. Like what Jesus said. That's true. It's, it's that's exactly I. going against what he said. 
Completely. Yeah. Because you have this option always in your head that I don't have to follow through on that. I really don't. You know, so it's not that big of a deal. They won't care. And most of the time, here's the thing. I don't want to make, I don't want to blow this out of proportion because I realize sometimes you can't follow through on a commitment. And sometimes the person you're talking to, they don't care either. Yeah. You know, it's life, not that big a deal. But at least be honest. At least yeah. be honest, you know. But I, but yeah, I, don't you think that's part of it? Yeah, I would say so. I would agree with that. So your yes, be yes, your no, be no is kind of, kind of goes by the wayside because I think people just feel like they always can get, now, I can't help but feel this way, but <clears throat> have you ever, have you ever talked to somebody who, I mean, I don't want to single anybody out and I'm not, not going to or anything, but I'm sure all of us have had some sort of encounter. Maybe we've been the one guilty of this. I'm not, you know, not saying I'm above it. That's for sure. When you're talking to somebody and you're having a conversation, but they're not really ever looking at you. Oh, I'm so guilty of that. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't help it. Right. I, yeah. Right. I, but I don't, mean, I don't mean just, I don't mean just I don't mean just bad eye contact. I mean like they're looking around for somebody else that might be coming up to talk to them. There's somebody might be better to talk to. Interesting. Yeah, like a quick out almost. Like I don't want to miss out mm. on some other experience because I'm in this moment here. I don't want to miss out. So there's this fear of missing out that FOMO thing. Yeah. That's becoming big now too. I and it, I think it goes back to what you said, Reed, with technology. Yeah. You know, you see so much going on around you and you want to be a part of it so much, mm-hmm. but you really can't. And I think it goes back to the yes and yes and the no's and no's. There's so much happening that you want to be a part of it. But then if something better comes up, well, I want to be a part of that. So I'm going to say no. Don't want to miss it. Yeah, I don't want to miss it because, I, you know, fear of missing out. Now, that has a little bit of faulty logic to it, if you think about it, because... I don't want to miss it, so I'm going to move over to do this thing. It's kind of like being at the grocery store when you get into one aisle and the line's going too slow, so you jump into the other one, and then you end up longer. Oh, my gosh. That happens to me all the <laughs> or time. Or the drive through yeah. you know what I'm talking about? It's because yeah. you're too impatient. It's just like, give me – I want to get into the fast line. You always end up in the slow one. Mm-hmm. Why did I do that? It's like, well, if you just would have stayed there, you would have been okay. And that, I guess that's what I was trying to say is like it has faulty logic to it by saying, but by saying that I'm missing out on something and moving over to whatever that is, what am I missing or what I just left? I think the easiest example is vacation um, with living through technology and using your phone. You know, you go, you pay, you pay <laughs> a bunch of money yeah. to yeah. fly overseas to go and, and experience something or even, even on a weekend trip with your, your family and your kids. And then what do you do? You, you pull up your phone and you're on your phone taking pictures and videos and stuff like that. You get home and you've been spending most of your time on the phone rather than actually interacting with everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's some people that post the whole vacation. That is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I'm not trying to really knock it. I understand taking pictures. And stuff. No, we love seeing friends and family. The only weird thing I found myself doing and I hate is you're on vacation and you find yourself posing for something you're not really doing. Unnaturally. Yeah. That's Unnatural yeah. Like I just want to make it seem like we're doing this on vacation. Not really care. It's like a snap second. And then, and go. I mean, it's like Reed and I went to South Dakota and we took a picture of us in front of uh, this giant, giant, uh, prairie dog mm-hmm. but that had to happen yeah and, I mean, and, oh yeah we went there specifically to do that absolutely it wasn't and, like we we posed on purpose no well no no not at all and i think it's worth mentioning that i actually fell in front of the giant prairie dog into a bunch of mud <laughs> yes, i think that's did. an important so that little detail there's some that. real moments yeah, we didn't post those pictures though but maybe we should have probably should have posted the mud pictures yeah they're good <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know what i'm talking about like you almost 
pose something that's not really even real or going on with you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I don't know. Trying to make it a uh, picture seem less stressful than it actually is. That's true. I, Posing I, stresses me out. What do I do with my <laughs> hands? I, I can't stand it. What do you do with your hands? What am I supposed to do? Or how to like that, that whenever you're really not in the mood to smile and your mom's sitting there, smile, smile. My mom yeah. would always like pinch me in the sides to get me to smile. I was like, that doesn't make me smile. That hurts. Yeah. Usually when someone <laughs> tries to get me to pose for a picture, I usually just tell them they should have taken it a little bit earlier. You would have gotten it. I mean, you should have just been on it. What Five is it? What is the deal? I mean, like, I think I, I actually think some of us, most of us probably at some point in time have to admit that we've taken selfies of trying to capture ourselves on a picture of just doing something normal, like not actually posing for the camera, but no one's around and no one's ever seen me run down the street. Before, oh, yeah. So I'm taking a picture of myself from running down the street. Maybe Sam, that's the challenge. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's the challenge this week. You have to you have to take a selfie without you noticing without you noticing <laughs> that's the that's the check you have to go on a run and then you have to take a selfie but you can't know that you're taking the selfie <laughs> you gotta surprise yourself with a selfie like right so whenever you wake up yeah. first thing in the morning and post it no yes. matter what yeah. it is <laughs> no, that's really good i think there is something to everything we're talking about when it comes to uh when it comes to let your yes be yes and your no be no because there's something about the way God created us. I don't think he really created us to live in like discontentment all the time, you know? Because that's what it is, isn't it? Discontentment. I think so. Well, the things we're talking about, like if you're not, uh, uh, you feel like you got something better you got to be attending to. It's, it's almost like your heart, it added some stress. I don't think God wanted us to be that kind of, live in that kind of stress. I think it goes back to kind of what we talked about last week uh, with the idea of there being too much choice. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And this idea of fear of missing out and the yeses and the noes, like uh, sometimes we spread ourselves too thin and, you know, then you do get in that, that area where you are saying yes to things whenever you should have said no. Yeah. And and I think that it's like, it's it's a sticky situation that, that we have to be careful of. But then then again, like I said, you don't, you don't want to not be a part of things. You know, there's another story he talks about with a yes and a no. I never, never really thought about connecting this. But Jesus told a story about this father who went to two sons and said, will you work in the field? And his first son said, yes, but he never, but he never went. The second son said, no, but he went and worked in the field. And he said, which one did the will of his father? Yeah, I like thinking about that one. It's a good one. That's a tough one. A lot to unpack. He probably said, says something about you, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it says, like, the one, the one who did the will of his father is the one, even if they did say no, that actually went out and did it. Yeah, that's a good point. But a person who says, there are a lot of people who say yes and never do it. You know, and that's like kind of you're saying, I don't want to be upset anybody. So I'll just go yeah. ahead and say yes, even though in the back of my mind, I know I, I can probably get out. I'll get out of it later. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. I wonder is, I'm, and here's the thing. Like I said before, listen, you can't do everything. And sometimes things come up and you have to back out on stuff. I'm not saying that. I guess what I'm saying is I, I just wonder if we're supposed to be a lot more honest. Most definitely. It. I think yeah. we could all be a lot more honest in life and, and I think it makes things easier because then you don't have to worry about you know people getting upset with you you don't have to worry if you say yes and then say no and then have that awkward you know that awkward encounter where they say well you said yes and then you didn't show up I think I think that honesty is something that 
that everybody not I mean everybody can just learn more from is just being more honest and taking that approach to every part of your and life. And see, Jesus knew what the consequence of that was. Like for instance, with Reed, he's my son. I'll call him. He says, I ask him if he can do something. He says he will, and he does. He follows through almost you know every time. He's dependable. I, I try. You do. But he, but here's the thing. If he told me he would all the time and never did anything, I quit asking. I quit. It would affect mm-hmm. our relationship absolutely because I know it doesn't really. What he says to me doesn't really mean anything. Your word becomes less. Yeah, and I, I would hate that. And I'm sure that that has been true about me to other people. And I hate that thought that that is true. So I wonder. I just wonder sometimes uh, if we, if our culture, just our culture just doesn't really take this very seriously. Is what I'm saying. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. I it's it's hard to whenever everybody does like what you just said. You know, we all have examples uh, of us doing that, and you know, the only thing that we can do is obviously try and make ourselves better and and really focus on that idea of honesty and and maybe even explain to people like, no, I'm so sorry. Like I, I've got so much going on, and if they get upset yeah. with you, yeah. that's that's not that's not your fault. That's that's something in their life that's going on. Yeah, just be honest about it, though. Yeah. You know, I, and that's hard. It's hard because you don't want to disappoint people. But I tell you what, sometimes the truth is a lot, if you live by the truth, it's a lot better than trying to make accommodations and then having to fail, if you will, in yeah. people's eyes all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of weight to carry around regularly, too. The, the anxieties of just not following through, aren't, it's not good for yourself either. That's really good. Yeah. And the stress you it put all, on yourself. Yeah, it's it's too much. I think that so many people walk around with that weight so regularly that, that it just kind of is background noise at this point. It's as, it's as if Jesus knew what he was talking about or something like Yeah, something you know, like that. Like being the creator and all that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I think that's I think that's excellent culture comment. So hey, one? thanks, Deacon, for filling in for Drew. That's what I'm here for. Thank you for joining us here at New Hope Underground. It's been another great episode. We just crank them out keep right going. after the other. Keep going, keep going. Keep pushing it. And we'll be, we'll be back next week. But, hey, don't forget uh, New Hope people. Don't forget our church at home. It's at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. That's when it premieres anyway. You can watch anytime after that. And we're asking all of our people right now at New Hope to gather in place We've been talking about sheltering in place, but now it's time to gather in place. You can have people to your house. And, you know, it's Jesus said, you know, a very, he said some real important words about the church, about who we are. Uh, the Bible talks a lot about what the church is. The church is about people, not about a building. And I know we all know that, but now is the time to live it even more than we ever have because um, when we get together in people's homes um, and even, even just watching, uh, having a watch party like we've been talking about. Uh, we would love we would love people to gather and have watch parties to uh, watch the service together, worship together in your homes because we are the church. You don't have to come to the building uh, to do that, that's for sure. And we all know that, but we are anxious to get back together as one big church. But until then, uh, let's, let's, even inc- let's increase our, our, our times together 
Uh, and it's going to be up to you to make that happen. You're going to have to host a watch party, have some people over, have your neighbors over, have your friends over, your family over, some friends from the church, people you haven't seen in a while, and uh, and watch church at home together. It doesn't have to be at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. That's just when it premieres. It could be at any time after that or during the week. And maybe some of your groups uh, have, watch, have watched already on Sunday morning but get together later Sunday night or later on during the week to talk about it. I mean, the point is, is that uh, the Holy Spirit lives in us as people who follow Jesus. And so uh, that's what the church is. The church has nothing to do with uh, with a sign on the door or with how many people are in one building at one time. So I know we know that. So let's make sure we're worshiping Jesus and not the things of Jesus and not even the people of Jesus. Let's worship Jesus. So uh, that's Church at Home coming up. Uh, we also have some Bible studies you can sign up for, uh, for Zoom groups. That's also out there. And right now we don't have a lot to talk about in the sense of what's going on in New Hope simply because of uh, the situation we still find ourselves in. But we are hoping through the course of this summer here that things are going to get back to, quote unquote, somewhat normal. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what normal is. Do you guys? I don't think anybody knows anymore. No. No clue. Never have. (laughs) (laughs) No normal. Not so sure that's a bad thing. But anyway. Sounds great. But anyway, we're, we're going to just uh, uh, plug on, and we will keep you updated on anything that's going on with the church right now. Of course, we're ask, asking you uh, to host a watch party, like we said. You can go to watchparties.cc and, uh, and just let us know that you're having a party. The reason we love to know that is so that we can celebrate uh, that fact and let, let everybody know how many people are gathering in homes. And it's just exciting to see that. Uh, we're not asking you to do anything for us. We're not going to be able to. We're not going to provide anything as much as what we're already doing with Church at Home for you. But, however, if you're on WatchParties.cc, you're not, and you really can't host a party, but you're kind of looking for somebody to hang out with, we would love to connect you. So you can you can also click, hey, I would like to join a house party, and we'll try to get you connected with somebody that you already know. Uh, we're definitely not going to be trying to connect people you don't know or opening up homes for people that, you know, uh, just to have anyone come in. Uh, But it's going to be, it is going to be, we're a family and we're going to try to try to connect you to family members, if you will, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. So that watchparties.cc. So, hey, it's been a good episode. A great episode. Another one. Yeah. I really enjoyed our talks. Uh, We had murder hornets. We had Mm -hmm. Pensacola blue wahoos. We had everything. We had the yes, BS, and no, be no. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Well, this, little that. So, uh, have you? Are you guys enjoying being on the on the podcast? Oh, you just kind of started. So. so much better with Drew gone. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I was kidding. Just say how much I missed it. I know. <laughs> like, oh, I missed his voice of reason. He's, he's my brother. I can say that. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's fair. So much better. <laughs> yeah, this has been nice. It's it's he's nice. on his way back from Alabama. Yeah, mm-hmm. safe travels, Drew. Yeah, no, it's been nice to keep keep myself busy and avoid the boredom that everybody's been feeling. So, I mean, before you're thrust into the school year again, yeah. hopefully everything everything gets back to back to somewhat, somewhat, normal. somewhat normal. Yeah, we don't really know right now. I think everybody's kind of planning for all all the situations. You know, planning sure, for sure. e learning, planning for in face learning. I actually. I was told the other day that they might do a situation where, you know, the teachers have to wear a mask or something like that, which, I mean, just as long as, you know, we can get the kids back in the classroom. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. So what have, you been, what have you been doing in your spare time then? 
Well, I spending a lot of time outdoors, uh, trying to keep myself busy. Um, you know, just everybody else. Building a new house. So. Yeah, building we were a talking new about house. that. So that's yeah. what about you, Reed? Uh, I've been I've been hanging out, um, doing this podcast <laughs> once a week. Um, that's your, that, that's your that's your a hobby. lot of gardening. A lot of gardening. A lot of gardening. So much gardening. Hanging out with the uh, pets, like yes. you said before. Uh, a lot of pets, but yeah. like I said, I mo- they're, mostly they're gardening. It. They've yeah. got to be loving everybody being home, all the pets out there. Yeah, my, my, my pets are all more relaxed than they've ever been in their whole lives and spoiled. <laughs> That's an important thing. <laughs> That's they good. They deserve it. They deserve it. Absolutely. Yeah, our, uh, my stepdad had a bunch of, bunch of meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. happy birthday to him, by the way. He's happy 85 birthday. today. Oh, that's, that's exciting. exciting. But he had a bunch of bunch of meat in the freezer, and he gave it to you for the dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, now I have a good amount of meat just to spoil my 14-year-old lab with. And that's he, bro. There you go. He loves Shout it. out to Champ. Shout yeah, out to Champ. Ch- Champ's the coolest dog ever. I've had At 14, a, you might as well fatten him up, you know. Just let him oh, seriously. He's gained, he's gained nine pounds since last year. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> that was, good, actually. That was our goal, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, he's he's looking good. He's he's weighing a solid. That's my excuse. I'm getting older, so I'm just get, I just yeah. get fatter. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not scared about what I'm going to be at age 60, but when I get there. Go for it. Who knows? You're going to yeah. get like an Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> peak at in, in your late 50s. Just really get into powerlifting. Oh man, I have. I used to. I was doing that quite. A while. I was doing a lot of lifting. Yeah. Injury is the only and thing I worry about. And the gym shut down. I just oh, lost. Yeah. Yeah. Lost everything. So anyway, but I'm excited because I got a treadmill coming this week. A new Ooh. treadmill. Oh, that is exciting. And I'm gonna get back on that. And then when the gyms open up, I get back into lifting. But I bet that's everybody else too. Especially with if you think about it, you know, January everybody always makes those like first thing. Yeah. Year, oh yeah. Trying yeah. to get healthy, but then it was like February, beginning of March, we had COVID, so it was like right. most people couldn't really get into the swing of uh, you know. And I was doing so well. I lost a lot of weight. I was feeling good, and I gained it all back now. And I don't know. I'm not trying to blame COVID. It's 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 me. It's also boredom. It'll warm up. Sometimes. Yeah, boredom. Oh, mm-hmm. Speaking of boredom, let's get into segue. It. Yeah, we we promised you that uh, in the next few episodes we're going to have at the end of the podcast we're going to talk about top three things you can do to escape boredom. So uh, Deacon, you you and Drew were supposed to come up with them. Uh, he's he's not here, so it's you. He didn't help at all, but you know, I still <laughs> love him. Uh, Number three. So today, uh, I've decided to kind of have a theme with mine. Uh, you know, we've got COVID going on. A lot of people are worried. We had the, you know, a lot of people buying items and stuff like that. So I tried to keep a theme. So my three items. Number one, or sorry, number three, uh, making a bow and arrow. I, I like to hunt, and I, I understand that, you know, it, it's expensive to, to go out and just buy a thousand dollar twelve hundred dollar yeah. bow compound that's bows how much are pricey they, yeah. that's how much they cost that's yeah. just that's just the base that's just, not including yeah. anything else wow i've yeah. never really been in the market so so my thing is let's go back to arts and crafts let's go back to first and second grade and let's see how awesome of a homemade bow and arrow we can make awesome mm. now we're gonna get ranges because you'll get stuff you know made out of uh you know little uh popsicle sticks and a rubber band that'll work you can shoot that at your cat you're not gonna harm it <laughs> keep it away from the plants or you can go all the way up to go outside chop down a sapling make sure you have permission to chop down that sapling and then you know you're binding cord i just i thought it'd be a, a good time for everybody it's a good time. Or, or just find anything in your house and use it. Yeah. I think anything. I think we can go back to the MacGyver situation where you're we're, you're you're pulling things out of any cabinet. I think it should be like a, mm. a Chopped is a very uh, popular show. It's where mm. they give you a basket full of uh, ingredients and you have to make something out of it. I think we should do that with the bow and arrow situation. Your kids are bored at home. 
literally go into your uh, go into your storage room, find five or six items, throw it in front of them, and say, you "Make me a bow and arrow." Reed, what do you got at home that you instantly, right now, off the top of your head, you'd make a bow and arrow with? Things I could make a bow and arrow with. I've got this hockey stick that's broken in my garage, and I think that'd be a pretty good start because it's there got a go. nice bend to it. So yeah, I think there you that's go. a good there you go. Good start. Always thinking. I'd probably like get some pulleys together from my garage door or something, and yeah. then uh, rig those up. You can make a compound. Own. Yeah, you make your own crossbow. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like fully, from medieval, like a medieval crossbow. Yes. <laughs> I was a Boy Scout. Like Where did your ideas come from? That was that was great. That MacGyver. Was a, oh, there you go. My, my whole life is MacGyver. My whole together. life is MacGyver. He's I so MacGyver. That. Like when he gets done with the bow and arrow, it'll actually explode too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this bow and arrow has three seconds. Today. <laughs> All right, that's number three. What about number two? Number two, coming in at number two, you guys actually started getting into it. Meats, and what mm. I mean by meats, yeah. dried meats. I really love dehydrated meat. And what I mean by that, beef jerky, that's an example of a dehydrated meat. But that's not where you have to stop. I'm talking any meats. I've got frogs by my pond. Never had well, dehydrated you, you frog You mean legs. go out and buy dehydrated meats? Is that what you're no, saying? No, you learn how to dehydrate Oh, you mean actually yourself. dehydrate it. Now, there are a couple yeah. ways you could do this. You could buy a dehydrator. But once again, I think we should go back to our core. I think you should learn how to do it yourself off of an open fire. I, I think so, too. It can't be that hard, right? Right. So, so what? So far, I, I sense a theme, and that's basically uh, going back to pioneer days. I, I you know, I, I <laughs> survival <laughs> skills, survival skills, survival skills, survival skills. This quarantine should have us all thinking. About Bear grills like. Yeah. Bear grills like. Yeah, very much so. But it, in actually, it's really good for you. Um, the keto diet is a very popular yeah. diet, and you yeah. know it calls for a lot of protein. Actually, whenever you dehydrate it too, you're getting all that fat, and you're sucking out all that fat, the moisture from the fat. There can still be fat. Well, in it. see, I'm getting ready to go on keto again, so, so I, that'd I, be a great one for you. There you go. And actually, like, like I said, you could dehydrate a lot of different meats. I'm sure you guys have been by like road stands where you see, you know, they've got alligator, beef ostrich, jerky, ostrich, beef ostrich. Jerky. Uh, shout out to Driftstone Pueblo, which is probably shut down right now, but they carry a variety of exotic jerky. Really? Yeah, What's absolutely. your favorite exotic jerky that you've had, Reed? Uh, I don't know if the, this is lit- by uh, most standards considered exotic, but uh, not technically exotic. I like bison. Ooh, I, like, I just like how he knows that. Like, they carry a variety of exotic jerkies. Hey, hey this, this guy knows his place. I mean, you got to know out, I hang out there a lot. That's where I get my shirts. I, that's I, awesome. That's I don't awesome. know what my favorite jerky just, is, but I do know what my least favorite, my least favorite that I've ever had. It's antelope. I, I, antelope, yeah. I've had antelope in a couple of different ways, but man, I just have never lean? liked it. It's not lean. It's wow. the gaminess of the meat. Yeah. So like my family puts on like uh, kind of like a cook off every year yeah. and my family loves to hunt. Well, we literally uh, last year we had 32 different types of meats. Oh that my I tried. goodness. Different yeah. meats. Not not like yeah. those are 32 different types of animals. And uh, Deacon's family get togethers are actually the best place to get jerky. I Switch that around. So, that's yeah. why. Yeah, that's <laughs> maybe better than Driftstone. <laughs> actually, you're probably you're actually so antelope's good. no good. Antelope's so, no good. So we won't see you in one of those uh, one of those animal videos of running down and attacking an antelope. Yeah, we won't, I, we won't see you no. eating antelope in the middle of the desert. Or I only I only hunt things I'm going to eat, and there's no way that I'm going to ever they eat don't, an antelope. They don't look tasty. They look, you know, they really don't. They're, That's the first thing I thought of when I see an antelope. Hey, they don't look very tasty. Yeah, yeah. I, I always think of the song, where the deer and the antelope <laughs> play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, how can you eat it? <laughs> They're playing. That's really good. So dehydrated meats. Dehydrated meats. And like my that. number one answer, and I've, actually, I, I've seen this actually becoming a lot more popular recently, 
and I wanted to get your guys' opinions on this. Do you know what noodling is? The only thing I there's two there's two things I th- I think it might be. Okay. Uh, one is actually eating like beef and noodles. Close. Okay, and the other one would be uh, you, when you're in a pool and you got those like pool you're noodles closer. and you hit each other with them. Warmer, warmer. I, I know this That's one. That's all I know. Read. I'm I'm so into this right now. It's become very popular. So noodling and actually you're into noodling. So into noodling. Just a, a lot of people call it hogging too. That's uh-huh. another word for it. And basically, it's where um, you know you find a hole. Uh, a lot of times, you can actually find a tube, uh, and you stick your arm down in it, and you let a big old catfish bite onto it. And this is in the out. water. Yep. Oh my goodness. Yep. Um, the cool part too is a lot of people don't realize that you don't actually have to eat the fish. You don't have to kill a fish. It's literally a sport where you can literally just reach your arm down into a hole. Let let a 35, 40, 50 pound catfish bite onto it, and then you yank it out just for the joy of almost like pulling a prize out of a, a, a box. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember my friends and I, we used to do it a lot uh, around here. Can I, not just any random hole. I mean, there's going to be some water. Well, yeah. actually, uh, <laughs> actually, that's where they, they lay their eggs. That's that's what you're doing. Yeah. They're protecting their eggs. Um, okay. And, and usually catfish will find a, a concealed area because they, they want to be able to, you know, they want to be able to hold everything off. So a lot of times... Like a around, river, a lake. You, you can do anywhere. River, yeah. lake. Um, in lakes, you want to go by like a boat dock because they, okay. they like those areas where they can kind of... So you're brave enough, if you're brave enough, you just stick your hand in there. Yeah, some people wear gloves, but... I don't so the, think I've ever worn a glove. So read your into this. I just started this week. I watched my first noodling video um, through a cooking channel. And I was very much so excited by the idea of being able to wrestle a giant catfish with my bare hands. And that's, I mean, there are people, there are <laughs> people that awesome. get, there are people that get broken arms. Yeah, um, it looks serious. There are people that will get Good twisted. night. Because they're, I mean, they're kind of like, it, they're not like a, but the way that they kind of fight is like a crocodile to where they'll like, they like to turn their bodies and really yeah. fight hard. And basically well, it's just them protecting sounds their Sounds interesting. You know what we were talking about earlier, but you, let's your yes be yes or your no be no. Yeah. I'm going to say no. <laughs> on this one, don't I'm gonna say it, no don't on knock this it one. You try it. Not even yeah. gonna say yes. Not even gonna. I'm not gonna tempt you or take you down that road that I might do it. Yeah. Not happening. I think it's. But just, you guys, I mean, yeah. I'm all for it. Take some pictures. Take take some selfies of you doing it without you realizing it. So I so I can so I can see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to see it. We'll put it up on New Hope Underground. I want some, I want to see some noodling. I think people could really get in. Maybe this is like our spinoff. This is our spinoff. New Hope Underground. Noodling. We're gonna get into yeah. New Hope noodling. Ooh, Once you like guys, you guys, you guys do the noodling. I'll put it up, and I put I put it up next to the pictures of me doing my noodling, cool. which is beef and noodles, like beef, beef and eating, whatever kind of noodles. any type of noodling, chicken you and noodles. Do. Noodling's like thinking really hard too, right? Yeah. Like so you know what? Like, you know what? My number one is just any type of so noodling many you want to do. It goes back to number three with the bow and arrow. Noodle in any way that you know how to noodle. You get what I'm awesome. saying? So if you're bored. You're gonna. You got three things you're suggesting, and they are again. Just sum them up. Sum them up for us. So coming in at number three, we had find random objects and make a bow and arrow. Okay. Number two. Number two, learn how to make dehydrated meats, beef jerky, if you will. And number one. And coming in at number one, noodle in whichever way you know how to noodle. Okay. Fantastic. I think those are great ideas. Now, um, they're great ideas, but just not for everybody. Not for so everybody. Let's SBS no. you know we know. I agree. But anyway, hey. Thanks for you guys. Uh, it's been another great episode. And coming up next week, uh, we've got we've got another great episode. I mean, I, 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 I what's it going to be? I don't know. I, that's that's what's the, that's what's so great about this podcast. 
is even if I think I might know what it's going to be about, it doesn't always turn out to be that way. That's for sure. Oh, that's yeah. That's for sure. We are organic. All organic. Non-GMO. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,